0: If Huck Finn knew what might have been lurking in the waters of the old Mississippi, he may have thought twice about rafting down it for as long as he did. The bull shark has the uncanny ability to travel very far from home to menace the fair river folk. In fact, finding a full-grown shark in your local freshwater fishin' spot is so alarming people have taken to naming it after wherever they happen to find it. But how can this deadly predator leave the comforting salt of the sea? Like a master chef, it's all about managing your salt levels here in Life, Death, and Taxonomy.
1: Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy, your 30 minutes of interesting animal information. I'm Joe.
0: And I'm Carlos.
1: Thank you to Cassie for the creation of our theme song. To hear more more of Cassie's music, please search Cassie Michelle on YouTube or Spotify.
0: And thank you to Johanna for the creation of this week's artwork. To check that out, visit us at our home on the web at ldtaxonomy.com. And a very special thank you to our patrons, Tristan Taylor, Jesse Raspalich, Carol Raspalich, and Richard Kaspar. Thank you so much for your support. It's greatly appreciated. Thanks for helping us keep the lights on.
1: And today we're talking about a sea bull to the manatee sea cow, but much more scary. And more on that later. Much, much more scary, yes. We're we're talking about the uh We're talking about the David
0: of the Sea. <laughs> I mean, i the that was lost on me. What happened?
1: you have to have watched the uh the warm-up to understand that reference i think oh <laughs> oh
0: i see okay i get it now but like a sea cow yeah. is a manatee <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: but a sea bull is is the Zambezi shark so we're talking about the Zambezi shark Yep, known by no other names. Yep,
0: that's it. No, no names. It's definitely not no. It's definitely not well known as anything else.
1: <laughs> We're talking about the bull shark. I'm not bull sharking you.
0: Don't do it. Uh, yeah, the bull shark. BS.
1: A uh, famous shark. Yep,
0: but it is it is also known as the Zambezi River shark, also known known as the Zambi. It's short for Zambezi River shark. The, the Ganges River Shark, the Fitzroy Creek Whaler, the Van Rurians Shark, the Lake Nicaragua Shark, the Estuary Whaler, the Swan River Whaler, the Cub Shark, and the Shovelnose Shark. This guy's got a lot of pen names. Man,
1: who's in the other corner? And in this corner, we have <laughs> the know. Zambezi River Shark.
0: <laughs> the Zambezi from down Zizis. <laughs> The Ganges from the flanges, <laughs> <laughs> the shovel-nose shark, the cub from the pub—he's the ball shark. <laughs> um, we haven't done a shark since episode 140 back in 2020. That was the Mako shark episode. Do we not think oh, wow. sharks are interesting? What's wrong with us? Shark. Maybe shark we don't think they have a lot of variability. Year. Yes, I, I was. I was. Uh, telling Bibby that we were doing the um the shark today and she's like well you guys have done a lot of sharks and i'm like actually we have it <laughs> uh, for, uh for some reason sharks are awesome but like they're kind of all awesome in a in a similar way but sometimes mm-hmm. they have interesting major facts um <laughs> but yeah um we're gonna call it here the the george lucas because the species is lucas oh um so i I figured that you know all the other um nicknames were that's the the estuary whaler the swan river whaler it's basically like they see this shark in a place and they're like that's that shark now like i found (laughs) this i found this in gerald's bathtub this is the gerald's bathtub shark now (laughs)
1: <laughs> the, 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 Geraldine. this is
0: this is kevin's pool shark <laughs> this is this is like wherever i just happened to see it this is the <laughs> this is the puddle on sample road shark um h- how about you taxonomize this shark for us
1: okay well they're in the kingdom you know love and are in the kingdom animalia they're in the phylum cordata <laughs> They're mm-hmm. in the class Chondrichthys. Um, and then they're in That's the. That's cartilaginous
0: fish, as opposed to Actinopterygii, Car- ha- which is bony fish.
1: Skeletons primarily composed of cartilage. And then we've got uh, the order Carcariniformes.
0: That seems right. Yeah. I think it's a hard CH there. Like rhino?
1: There's like a rhino in there. Um, That's what the uh, man in the computer says. Family is uh, Carcarinidae, and then this genus is Carcarinus, and the species, the binomial name, is Carcarinus lucas.
0: Lucas. Peak of fire. But since we're in the business of naming things, it's time for nitty-gritty nomenclature. Because okay. um, we've already done uh, shark. It's a shiver of sharks. Um, back when we did the Mako shark. So let's talk about what Carcarinus uh, Lucas means in English. Um, Doesn't mean A... Large, strong, shark. B. Gray, river, shark. C. Fast, sickly, shark. Or D. White, sharp, shark. (laughs) I'm going to go with D. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Ding, ding, ding.
1: You are correct. Does rhinus mean
0: sharp? It means shark.
1: Wow, why does rhino be like that then?
0: Car carca. Um, hold on, let me. Re- it's been a little bit since I looked this up.
1: I um, I got there thinking that like, oh, rhinos have sharp no- horns. Yeah,
0: car- carcaros means sharp or jagged, and then rhinos is uh, an ancient name for sharks from the Greek Rhine hmm. um, I think rhinoceros might be Latin and have having to do with nose right and then Lucas means white
1: huh Who I would knew? not have guessed <clears throat> would well uh, would you like me to describe this thing to you yes The bull shark is a typical shark in form, um, a a shark of form, with some distinctive shark. Shark (laughs) shark of
0: formies. That was the order. Shark of formies.
1: They're shaped like a football and less like a torpedo. So, like, if you compare it to, um, like, a reef shark or a a black tip or a white tip reef shark.
0: Or a street shark.
1: Those are going to be more torpedo shaped. Now, Torby, uh, those are more triangle shaped. Like a, uh, a guy that works on a beach.
0: It depends on which one.
1: Yeah. Um, a street shark named Desire. Remember that? <laughs> they, <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> they, <clears throat> um, they are. Sh- they're, so, like, yeah, they're sh- football shaped. Broader in the middle. Stocky. Speaking of broad, they have long, broad, pectoral, and dorsal fins. So they, they look like a booba, unless like a kiki.
0: Um, um, ex- excuse me?
1: <laughs> uh, don't cast don't, don't spells. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> there's an old experiment where, like, there are these two symbols. And if you look up booba and kiki, you'll see the symbols. Or like the shapes. And, I feel. Uh, I feel like I don't want one of the shapes. Look is,
0: up booba.
1: One one of the shapes is round, and one of the shapes is like jagged, like with
0: I'm sharp to, edges. I, I, I'm trying to guess which one is which. Which one do you think is which? Well, now because because uh, well now I'm starting to think it's the opposite. The opposite. Kiki is Kiki is round
1: what's your what's your gut say
0: obviously that Kiki is sharp
1: obviously that kiki is sharp so the the whole experiment is what what i just did is that um they they showed people these two things and said one of them is booba and one of them is kiki and and everyone said the round one was booba and the sharp one was kiki
0: i wonder why <laughs> i don't know
1: But I I saw uh, like a video today that a girl was like, I think like she's like, I'm attracted. You know, you know about the booba and kiki effect. I think people can be booba and kiki and I'm only attracted to boobas. And oh she was gosh. like going through like a list of celebrities, <laughs> and like this guy's definitely a kiki, and this guy's a booba. Anyway, the bull <laughs> oh shark. My gosh. I just now all sharks are kikis, but the bull shark is the closest thing to a Booba you're gonna find in a sh- in a shark.
0: I don't, I don't, I don't want to think like this <laughs> anymore.
1: <laughs> but it is an interesting experiment. You have to uh, like, why does everyone think the round one is booba? Uh,
0: because all of the letters booba are round letters visually round and all the letters in kiki are sharp it's, it makes <laughs> sense
1: they're not there's no sharp letters it depends on the seraphs
0: i guess um the, <laughs> the seraphim um no the uh, the the font i'm i'm talking sans serif. like imagine if you had just you you had no no seraphs to be seen not nary, nary, nary and iota of seraph. Yukiki is sharp and Booba is is, uh, is round, obviously. A, a
1: U could have, like, you know, it's very thin and that could be a sharp letter. Oh, the top is that, of a B is that how you sharp. spell
0: it? I don't know how you're going to spell that word. B O U B A. Oh. Still round. There are still rounded facets to if in fact if you have a u that is not round you have a v
1: (laughs) but but you weren't even reading the words and you heard booba and
0: kiki kiki sounds sharp it's because i heard them in my head these just sound like um a we've talked about this for too long b these just sound like the names of some old ladies cats
1: (laughs) That it is a great name for a pair of cats. I'll tell you that.
0: And Kiki is definitely the temperamental one. Booba is the one that likes that is that loves to be Scritched for sure. Anyway,
1: I think most cats are Boobas and most dog. uh, Most cats are Kikis and most dogs are Boobas.
0: (laughs) I'm done. I don't want to think of. I I never (laughs) want to hear these words again.
1: (laughs) Anyway, bull sharks have gray backs and cream-colored bellies. The countershading. So we always talk about countershading being like if you look at them from below, they are white with the light from above. If you look at them from above, they're dark or like gray, dark gray or black. Did we ever talk so about they the fact in that the abyss?
0: Did we ever talk about the fact that badgers, honey badgers, are specifically the opposite of countershaded because they're just that extra. They're just that. <laughs> I don't care. Bring it on. I want to stand up, um, kill me, try.
1: But for for fish, I realize countershading could be like you're countering the light hitting your back in the darkness under your belly. So it homogenizes the colors on you so there's no distinctive. Does that, does that make sense? No. So like your darker back blends with the lighter light hitting it? And your lighter belly blends with the darkness hitting it, so you look like a just a slate gray shadow moving through the water. But
0: why would you? The point is, you don't you don't want to stick out at all, even as a that's slate what gray I mean shadow. Uh,
1: anyway, it's it's very hard to say visually, but it, well, that brings us to wood size and dimensions in relatable terms. Welcome to the beloved measure up segment, the official listener's favorite part of the show, the part of the show that's. Uh, where you present the animal size and dimensions in relatable terms through a quiz in front for the whole family it's also part of the show when we present the animal size uh, when when you uh, this is what happens when I try to do it ro- ro- rote while I'm doing something else um, it's also part of the show that's introduced by you when you send in an audio yourself saying singing or chittering the words measure up into ldtaxonomy at gmail.com we don't have a new measure up intro this week Fooey. So that means we get to hear from an animal. Carlos has to guess what it is.
0: All right, let's do this.
1: Okay. Without further ado, the listener's favorite part of the show.
0: (laughs) It's Charmander! Yes!
1: Is it A, Charmander? (laughs) Is it B, Bulbasaur? Is it C, Bellsprout? Or is it D, Squirtle? I was going to throw Pikachu in there because he's more famous than Bellsprout, but everyone knows that Pikachu sounds like Pikachu. Although, I, actually, no, that's only in the yellow. Yellow Pikachu sounds like Pikachu. He says Pika. Um. But in yeah, Red all and the Green, other ones he, he goes
0: like he has a regular Pokemon sound. I'm gonna go with Charmander. Final answer.
1: Final answer. That's correct. That's yes.
0: Charmander. I I knew it was correct. <laughs> in fact, it, when you're playing Red, that's the f- which was the first one that I owned. That's the first thing you hear, uh, b- after you uh, get through the intro. That's the first Pokemon that shows up is a Charmander. And if you mash A because you're trying to get to the main screen, you're going to hear Charmander's cry every time you boot up the game. So I've heard it quite a few times. Uh,
1: um, I, I think it was my text tone at one point. Maybe it was Squirtle or Bulbasaur.
0: They, they do sound pretty one similar.
1: But distinct enough that you got it. Nice. So let's is say it, that's 5% towards your
0: nursery school victory. Did you choose it because this is shark car uniformies? It looks like Charmander.
1: Absolutely, that's why. <laughs> I didn't just like look up that right now. <laughs> With an area of thought to be had in my head. Um, <laughs> let's talk length. Bull sharks are around 7 feet long. But females can reach as long as 13 feet. We're going to go with 7 feet. 13 feet seems like an outlier. Um, So Formula 1 driver Romain Gross... Oh, man. I looked this up. Gross Jean? It's Gross Jean, but it's not Grosjean or something like that?
0: Is it's spelled Gross Jean? Yeah. And he's Romanian? Yeah, I have no idea how that works. No, that's,
1: his first name is Romain.
0: Oh. <laughs> Roman. <laughs> Grosgene. Sounds good, right? That's Italian. Is he not? Where does he Gros-Jean. from? Grosjean. Big dumb idiot.
1: He's French. Uh, Formula oh. One driver, Roma- Romain. It looks like Romain, but it's Roman. Grosjean. Uh, I can't read. Um. <laughs> Uh, So, Formula 1 driver Roman Grosjean clipped an opponent and crashed into metal guardrails at the Bahrain Grand Prix in 2020, slicing the car in half and immediately setting the front half of the vehicle on fire, the half that Grosjean was in. How many sharks per hour was Grosjean going when he struck the barrier?
0: He's a... Formula One driver, those are, um, faster, like the fat, maybe the fastest. Those ones? are the
1: ones that have like the big, big tires
0: sticking out. Yeah. You know, Well, like, is They're the not Indy the drag racers, form- which are like cigar that's- shaped? No, the Indy 500, that's like formula. Racing.
1: No, the Indy 500 is a st- stock car.
0: Oh man! Why do I know um, Charmander's cry, but I don't know this? Um. Okay. I mean, it sounds like it's fast because one is the first number. I actually,
1: don't know what a stock car is. Um. Yeah, stock car. Um, Indy five hundred is stock car. Formula one is like a hoss.
0: Um. Well, again, let me give you the. Uh, let me see
1: single seat open cockpit open wheel formula racing um so here's a hint grosjean was uh in the flaming vehicle for 28 seconds and onlookers were basically accepting the fact that he was not going to make it out but like a phoenix he climbed out of the car after slipping out of his trapped boot he miraculously escaped with only burns on his hands and uh uh, either a minor minor ankle or foot injury. I, can't, I don't know which one.
0: I bet. Like, he was in the he was in the burning vehicle for twenty eight seconds, but like a phoenix, a baby walked out of the car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he emerged from the vehicle, uh, a fresh newborn child. <laughs> no, like it, it it's like one of the craziest videos because you see. You can't even see the part of the car that he's in because of the flames. Um, Like it's just fully engulfed in fireball. And then all of a sudden you just see him pop out. Like there's this little gap in the fire. And it's so hot that the guy that ran to like go and get him out can't get close enough to the car. He keeps trying to get in. And then the heat like makes him step back. And then the guy, he kind of finally comes out over the guardrail and he walks away from it, like crazy. The fire is one thing, but the speed also, which yeah. you'll find out in a second. Like, wasn't would it be enough to kill somebody, even if it didn't get engulfed in flames?
0: And we're going with seven feet. Yep. All right, one hundred sixty-six thousand sharks per hour
1: is that your final answer
0: it sure is
1: the correct answer is eighty nine thousand seven hundred and sixty sharks per hour
0: what is he complaining about he
1: wasn't even going fast (laughs) your speed is like a plane crash (laughs) no oh my god planes
0: go (laughs) like 700 miles per hour but uh
1: he hit the barrier at 119 miles per hour, or 73.9 73. point uh, nine kilometers.
0: My car can go 119 per miles per hour. My Yaris it can't. I mean, it, it says w- so. It says it can, it, but it can't. I, I, those I have those numbers on my on my dash, so it must be able to go <laughs> that fast. Well, well, I know NASCAR goes faster than. This 119 is after he's like. An hour.
1: He's breaking. I mean, it definitely goes faster. Uh, it definitely goes the Formula One definitely goes faster than that. But he's spinning. He's like spinning out. He didn't spin all the way around, but he's like losing control and braking. So this is the slowed down speed when he hit the barrier. I
0: guess, I guess I took like what the max speed of a of the like the fastest car in the world is, and I just went with that.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> people don't race at max speed
0: they do on straightaways or on the Autobahn anyway that was um, um, not a nursing school victory so they
1: can go like 218 miles an hour Formula 1 cars Formula 1 cars are so cool man that's cooler than stock car I, I mean to each their own I know there's a lot of people that love stock car racing
0: yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to yoke anybody's yak. Okay, yeah, this is an but, indie car.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk about weight. One hundred and thirty kilograms, or two hundred and ninety pounds. How many bull sharks go into the largest bulldozer ever made?
0: I'm Here's a hint: big avatar the- digging vehicles from the movie.
1: The Acco Super Bulldozer was made by the Umberto Acco Company in Italy. It has a 23 foot uh, or 7 meter wide blade. Which is the pushing part of a bulldozer.
0: That's called a blade? I guess. Huh. I thought they'd call it the pusher. Um... (laughs) the weight. What did you say the weight of the shark was again? 290.
1: 290 pounds.
0: Okay, I'm going to assume this bulldozer weighs... Alright, I'm going to... I I think I got my math right. So, I'm going to stick with my... because there's no sense in changing this. I'm going to say one... I'll call it 100.
1: One hundred bull sharks.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say this is a fifteen-ton vehicle. Uh,
1: the final answer. Yeah. The correct answer is a hundred or one thousand three hundred and ninety-one bull
0: sharks. Oh my goodness! This is a hundred and fifty-ton vehicle.
1: <laughs> it's hundred and eighty tones or 403,000
0: pounds. How heavy is a is a semi truck? Oh my gosh, a semi a semi truck hooked up to an empty trailer weighs 35,000 pounds. So actually, I was pretty close with the semi truck. And so I was just going with like, oh, it must weigh that much. It don't Goodness, that is very heavy. (laughs) It's
1: the heaviest one. It's got to pull out all the stops. Literally. Are you ready for some fast facts about the bull shark? Yeah. Yeah, It'll bulldoze all the stops. Um, So the attacks that were inspired by Jaws were more likely to have been perpetuated by a bull shark than a great white. Did you know that I did Re- reasons why to come? So, uh, where do these guys live everywhere? Everywhere there's coastline pretty much except for the Arctic. Um, and probably the Antarctic, but, uh, yep, not in the Antarctic. So they like, they like temperate waters. Um, uh, and they like it even more than really warm water. So like in the summertime when the weather is hot, um, they might retreat to more temperate locations. Uh, but yeah, every like a uh, North America, South America, Africa, you know, all the, all the, all the ocean, all the great oceans, greatest hits. Um, it's a, and they're, they're generalists just Four they can... songs
0: on it. <laughs>
1: uh, they're generalists and they can eat fish, crustaceans, seabirds, uh, Pretty much anything that they can get their jaws around—the calves of a cameraman. Um, I think that in one of the shark weeks, like a cameraman was, like his calf was
0: really huh?
1: eaten by a bull shark. Uh,
0: Man, <laughs> does getting attacked think. by a shark. I guess I'd rather be attacked by a shark than an alligator or a crocodile. Because the alligator yeah. and the crocodile is like, you're you're gonna die, bud. I don't care if I you're not my food. A shark's gonna take a bite and he's like, oh wait, no, that's not that w- w- wasn't what I was looking for. I didn't order that. Can you please take it back and and bring people me the are quick that I to
1: uh, every time we talk about sharks. Every time you watch a shark video, they're like, listen, sharks are scary, but you're more likely to get killed by a dog or struck by lightning than. Um, get killed by a shark. And obviously I live with like, there's dogs everywhere and there's lightning everywhere, but I don't all like, the time live where sharks live, you live um, in Camino, <laughs> but it's the, why don't we do, why? Like, can't we just have fun saying sharks are scary? Like, why do we have to be like sharks aren't scary?
0: It's the same thing with pit uh, bulls It's because like they're at first it was like, humanity literally had uh, head empty no thoughts about sharks and then steven spielberg came out with jaws and everyone's like we need to kill all the sharks because they're bad for us (laughs) and then now it's the backlash is like actually sharks are your friend you should pet as many as you can find and uh so it's the same thing with the pit bulls it's like yes pit bulls are not inherently monsters. But that doesn't mean anytime you see one it's gonna, it's your friend and you're going to be fine. <laughs> They're still aggressive animals that are defensive, so I don't know.
1: Yeah. yeah we, cool. you don't you don't see that like on a tiger video like. Now now you're more likely to get killed by a dog than a, than a tiger unless you live in the wilderness in India.
0: Yeah, and um. sharks are so easy to avoid. It's so easy to not get bit by a shark if you never go into a, you know, <laughs> a body of water where they could be. Like it's just stick in pools and uh, stick to pools and, and bathtubs, and you're you're peachy. You know, stick to you'll the never
1: lakes and the rivers you're used to.
0: You'll never get attacked by a shark. So. Uh, that's um, it's not I can't say the same thing about bears. Bears will get you no matter where you go. I want to
1: know I want to know if um if a surfer is more likely to die by getting struck by lightning or by or but getting killed by a dog than he is being bitten by <laughs> a, being bitten a by shark. shark. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, sharks are scary toothy uh, fish monsters that are really cool and don't go blasting them away about it. But like definitely don't stick your hand in their mouth. Can't we, can't we just have that middle ground?
0: No, it's just like, it's either kill them all or stick your hand in their mouth.
1: (laughs) Part of the, part of the fact that they are monsters in the ocean is what makes me like them.
0: So like they're monsters that I can observe and respect from a distance where I control the turf. Uh,
1: anyway, bull sharks give birth to live young and gestate about uh, for for thirteen months. Uh, they can live up to thirty years old. Did you know that? I did. Not. I guess it's not that crazy. But like I think that's the same as bears. It seems like um, a long time I, for a fish. It is until you remember the Greenland shark episode. Go listen to that. Yes. Um, but that's pretty much all I got. It's probably nothing it's other than that it's just a shark right
0: yeah there's no reason to be any more afraid of it than you would any other shark wrong this major fact is called he's climbing in your rivers he's snatching your fishies up trying to chomp them so y'all better hide your trout hide your bass and hide your sturgeon because they chomping everybody out here
1: i don't think that's gonna fit as the title on the web page but
0: <laughs> there you just need to you need more characters google Um, but we'll, we'll figure something out. Um, so the bull shark takes the bronze medal in terms of most recorded shark attacks. It has 117 recorded attacks and 25 of those were fatalities, which actually is not a, a lot. Um, for a dangerous animal.
1: Can I guess Gold.
0: Uh, you. Do you know what gold is? I do know what gold is.
1: Is it tiger sharks?
0: No. The, uh, is, it is not.
1: What? I thought bull sharks were number one. I thought Ramsey's was number one.
0: <laughs> Ramsey's thighs are number one. <laughs> uh, who is it? It is the great white shark.
1: Really? I thought that was like apocryphal. I thought we were like all worried about the great white, but he's out there chomping on seals, not thinking about us twice.
0: Well, the thing is that they um, are not super intelligent. And so they will chomp whatever looks kind of like a seal, including people swimming around. Uh, And whether or not it continues to eat you uh, doesn't really change the fact that surviving a bite from a great white shark is really hard they're like 20 feet long um and they and they can easily just you know bite off a leg and you bleed out in the ocean um they are responsible for 333 recorded attacks with 52 fatalities so uh, more than double the uh the bull shark and the tiger shark uh slides in in second with 138 attacks and 36 fatalities Tigers are just crazy. Oh, I
1: forgot to mention. I forgot to mention, uh, bull sharks' testosterone levels are off the charts. Yes. They're, they're thought to be the highest in the animal kingdom. And you, and you think, nah, the highest in the animal kingdom is the elephants, African elephants and muss or whatever it is. You know, when they go crazy and they, you can't even keep them in zoos anymore. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: no the the bull shark's higher testosterone uh, than than African elephant is
0: it total testosterone or pound for pound um
1: nanograms per milliliter
0: that sounds like pound for pound
1: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. um yeah these guys are aggressive. I also looked it up. There are 40 bear attacks on humans worldwide every year, according to the World Animal Foundation. So just between 2000 and 2015, that's 600 bear attacks, twice as much as a great white shark. So be more afraid of bears than sharks, unless you're in the water, then be more afraid of sharks.
1: Because they can smell you.
0: And so can sharks. But you have to be in the water for that. I can't stress this enough that you need to be in the water to be attacked by a shark. (laughs)
1: And you know what's crazy? That bears can smell you even when you're in the water. So when you're in the water, two predators can smell you.
0: Right. <laughs> but the big problem with this particular shark, the bull shark, is that it lives in your backyard. It doesn't. You don't just need to be swimming in the ocean to keep an eye out for sharks. Bull sharks have been found as far north as Alton, Illinois, a small city 700 miles up the mighty Mississippi. This is a river-dwelling shark. Uh, so, freshwater does not keep it at bay. The bull shark is something called Diadromus, which means it has no issues swimming in either saltwater, freshwater, everything in between, like a salmon. Except it's filled with teeth and testosterone, which is the name of my next EP, Teeth and Testosterone. Um... <laughs> Most cartilaginous fish, namely sharks and skates and rays, uh, they can't live in fresh water. They can be in fresh water, but not live there. Uh, this is because <laughs> so you can throw dead a dead one in there. Uh, <laughs> y- no, it, bo- yeah, it bounces everything be right anywhere. out. <laughs> you No, know, you try to throw a dead one in there and it actually, it's, it's, it's actually uh hydrophobic. It just bounces right out of the water and back into your boat. Um, no, they can. If they find themselves in freshwater, it's not like they're gonna go belly up. Um, but they can't. Uh, they, they can't be in there for very long. They can't thrive. They're gonna complain
1: the whole time.
0: Yeah, they're gonna be really annoying about it, at least until you get them as Snickers, um, <laughs> which is salty and fresh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the so a fish's blood type typically needs to be as salty as the water around it, or very close to it. And uh, sharks and other cattle, cartilaginous fish have glands that secrete urea and other chemicals that keep the salt content up if they ever find themselves in fresh water, so they can survive. But they can't. This isn't sustainable. Eventually, uh, they'll become chemically imbalanced, and they'll uh, and bad things will happen. The glands in a bull sharks are able to uh, turn off the salt, the the chemical factory. Um, when in a freshwater environment, they can even recycle the salt in their bloodstream and make slight adjustments based on the salinity in the water. So rather than just um, getting these chemicals and then expelling them out, um, it recycles it inside the shark. Um, the older the shark, the higher its tolerance to extremes in, in salinity, either very fresh or very salt saltwater. Uh, young sharks are actually born in fresh and brackish Brackish meaning a little bit of both. A black and white cookie, you know. You get <laughs> get a little bit of ying, a little bit of yang. Um. Uh, brash, brackish es- estuaries. That's a hard phrase to say. Brackish estuary. No, it's not. Um. So other sharks, <laughs> uh, they they do this because other sharks don't go to these places. They can't really tolerate the fresh water, so if you can tolerate fresh water, that's a great place to not get attacked by sharks, other sharks. So that's where uh, they um, have their young and raise them. Or oh, they don't raise them, they're sharks. Um, the, the, <laughs> where their young raise themselves, because that's how a bull shark lives its life. Um, they're latchkey sharks. Uh, but as they grow older, they can... Uh, tolerate higher salt levels um and this because of that then then at a certain point they can tolerate being in the ocean as well as the freshwater so they actually start freshwater and uh make their way to the sea and that's where they mate and then they have their they go back to the freshwater estuaries um to, to have their young and the cycle begins anew the beautiful shark cycle They actually spend most of their time in these estuaries, like where rivers meet the ocean, basically. Um, So this kind of mix. Uh, They can technically live in freshwater forever if they wanted to. Um, But they do, like I said, they mate in the ocean. But they also did some studies on bull sharks in freshwater and found that they didn't make it more than four years if kept exclusively in freshwater. And they couldn't really figure out or at least the, uh, if kept exclusively in freshwater rivers it's not like they just put them in a freshwater tank at uh at bass C-wheel. pro shops our <laughs> outdoor world and said like oh they for some reason they just keep dying um the no they just they they tracked them um in freshwater and they wouldn't none of them lasted for more than 4 years they figured it might be because of starvation they cut open their bellies posthumously and found um like small fish so there just isn't as much food for them in rivers as there is in the ocean the the fish aren't as big they're not as plentiful um so the ocean is is where the hunting grounds are um and so it might seem super scary that this uh seven to sometimes 13 foot shark that uh is full to the brim with testosterone at least the males are um and has a mouth full of teeth is just is could be swimming in the saint john's river a couple miles away from where i'm sitting um and very well might be and it's like oh my goodness all fresh water is dangerous well at least all fresh water that connects to the ocean is dangerous um, the, 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 reality is that bull sharks spend most of their time, uh, like I said, in where, where rivers meet the ocean. So in these brackish estuaries and deltas, um, before heading out to sea and most recorded attacks, uh, don't actually take place in the fresh water, uh, but rather near the shore. So situations like the, the, uh, the bull shark that was found in Alton or near Alton, Illinois in the in the mississippi are rare um the rea- it, it can live in fresh water but it's not like it spends all of its time 700 miles away from the ocean that's a lost bull shark um <laughs> and uh but also like when when people are upriver and they see a shark that's they, like i said that's the Zambezi River shark. That's the Ganges River shark. That's the Fitzroy Creek whaler. That's the Van Royan shark. The Lake Nicaragua shark. It's just crazy to see a shark that big in this other this freshwater body. Um, but that also speaks to how infrequent it is. So, you, uh, if you are swimming in brackish water, um, I'm not saying that you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> but... Um, again, 117 recorded attacks, ever. So I mean, roll the dice, I guess. <laughs> Although, yeah, um, over in Deerfield Beach, down in South Florida, there's a park on an island, um, over near the intercoastal. And um, the and there you take you have to take a ferry to get to this park, and um. The the last time that we went there, the ferry driver was like, "Oh yeah, I saw some uh, two bull sharks here earlier this morning," and that was a little frightening because we were we were close to the water. Maybe you fall in. Who knows?
1: I've been are talking about Peanut s- Island since
0: we didn't get in the water. No, that's in West Palm.
1: Oh, that's I never mind
0: um this is I've uh, triangle park or something like that um off uh Hillsboro and the intercoastal yeah for the for those of you in the area um so yeah I've never seen a bull shark myself um but I don't live in constant fear of them although I did for a little while uh or not in constant fear but I was just like man if Goodness, you, you you swim in a lake or a river or anything the Loxahatchee, just prepare to get chomped on by a bull shark and that's just not really the case and that's it's all I've got you can that's run and I tell have. that homeboy <laughs> I don't know if anybody <laughs> if anybody gets that reference um oh
1: I'm sh- oh yeah everyone knows that song
0: does everybody know that song?
1: Unless you're like young, unless you're really young.
0: Yeah. That, that like, that was my introduction to college. It was like a cardboard. I my orientation in the breezeway. There was a, there was a, a life-size cardboard cutout of Antoine Dobson. Uh, just something <laughs> like uh, behind some, some students booth. I don't even know what they were trying to sell. <laughs> <laughs> but that—that that was that was the zeitgeist. That was the that was meme culture back then. But yeah, I think
1: it's still famous.
0: It, it's still famous. It's like Numa Numa. You know, it's just like you know, no one ever watches it anymore, Timos. but everyone remembers it. Mm-hmm. You got anything else? Nope. Alright, that is the bull shark. So for you out there in podcastia, yeah, hang out in rivers, practice your osmo regulation, and don't let anyone tell you where you can and can't kill things like the bull shark here in life, death, and taxonomy. I just realized I meant to talk about Osmo regulation during the general info, but whatever.